Welcome to the Total Wealth Academy radio show, where wealth includes much more than just money. It includes family, fitness, romance, and all the other parts of a balanced life. Listen and learn how 70% of the millionaires in America made their money using real estate. Now your host, real estate investor and consultant, Steve Davis. Welcome to the Total Wealth Academy radio show. I am your host, Steve Davis, where, as always, we're here together working to improve our financial IQ. Um, One of the things, well, one of the things people need to understand is that we have students across the United States and Canada. Um, Our members, all of our classes are available online. If you're in the greater Houston area, we do have a main office in Houston, and you can take the Saturday class live. Why do people do that? Because you remember 30 or 40% more from a live event than you do an online event. So you've really got to watch. If you're doing it online, you really want to watch it at least twice. Um, But we're investing in probably 10 or 15 different states. Uh, primarily in Texas, but also Florida, Arizona, Oklahoma, Tennessee, I believe some in South Carolina and North Carolina. And we're buying income-producing assets that produce cash flow. The goal of the members of Total Wealth Academy, the reason people join Total Wealth Academy is they recognize that it's very difficult to save your way to retirement it's much more effective to build a second stream of income that comes in the rest of your life. That way you're not wishing you, you know, when you retire, you're not wishing you die before you run out of money. So that's what we do. We take people by the hand, step by step through the process. Uh, we have about 30 different syndicators buying property across the United States that you can invest with passively, or you could be active if you want to do your own thing. But we are a education and mentoring program for real estate investors. And today I want to talk about really uh, something that is of utmost importance, and that is having a set of written goals. I try to remind people of this at least once a month, but I I literally think it's been probably three or four months since I talked about this. Uh, We do have a goal-setting class coming up in December. And I will keep you posted on that because that will be available live in Houston and online across the United States, across Canada. And it's free to members and non-members. Anybody that wants to get their goals written down. I've worked on this goal-setting workshop for 25 years. I've always had written down goals my first goal sheet was a poster, um, and it was a mess. You know, I would write down whatever on the wall, anywhere on the, wherever there was space. You know, it was a mess. But you have to understand that almost every single thing I ever wrote down, I achieved. And the th- the ones that I wrote down that I didn't achieve are scratched out because they were no longer my goals. And that's one thing people have to be aware of, that when you first write down your goals, you're going to write some stuff down that's really not your goal. 
you're doing it because your parents want you to do it. You're doing it because you think it'll impress your friends. Or, And then as you start achieving your goals, you start to look at certain things and go, I don't even care about that. Scratch it out. Write down a new goal. The other wonderful thing about goals is that when you achieve one, you want to pat yourself on the back, you want to take a trip, you want to buy that car, you want to reward yourself for achieving it. But in about two months, you know what you're going to do? Set a new, bigger goal. Many people say, well, that guy's already got $100 million. Why does he keep working? Why does he keep pushing? Because it's not the $100 million that makes you happy. It's the pushing. It's the goal itself. Constantly raising your goals gives you a purpose in life, gives you drive, gives you reason to live. It's exciting. And each goal that you set requires study. It requires reading. It requires, in many, if they're available, unfortunately, some of them, there's not much you can do as far as finding seminars about it. But the ones that do have seminars, attending seminars, meeting people with the same goals, finding out how they've achieved theirs and learning new techniques that you can apply to yourself. But the setting goals and writing them down, this is of utmost importance. You must write them down. You can't leave them in your head. And there's multiple reasons why but it's one of the simplest ways to put it is because they get pushed around. Let's say that you set a goal, something simple. I'm going to attend a seminar on improving my marriage. And you say, oh, there's the phone number. As soon as I get home, I'm going to call that number. On the way home, somebody cuts you off. On the way home, you get a flat tire. On the way home, you get a text with some honeydews, which you, in this case is you got to stop at the grocery store, pick up milk and five or six other things. It gets pushed aside very easily. And it takes energy and effort to get that goal back to the forefront of your thought. Whereas when you have them written down and you review them on a daily basis, you're pushing that goal to the forefront every day. The other main reason that writing them down is so important is because if they're only in your head, you're only using half of your brain, and that's the creative side or the right side. You're only using the right side of your brain to try and achieve them. When you write your goals down, the very act of writing them down forces your brain to incorporate the left or logical side as well. So you literally are doubling your brain power towards achieving those goals. I've seen statistics all over the place, all over the place. I saw one guy 
very intelligent guy. He goes, no, this stuff about it 40% better, 30% better. It is 100% more likely that you will achieve your goal if you write them down. And I'm sorry, I can't remember the doctor's name, but he, he just went on and on on some YouTube video about it was, uh, if you write your goals down, 100% more likely that you'll achieve them. And the lowest I've ever seen is 43% more likely to achieve your goal. Even 43% is worth it to get them written down. We'll talk more after the break about goals here on the Total Wealth Academy radio show. I am your host, Steve Davis. Thanks for listening. If you have money in an IRA, 401k, or other retirement account, you can use it to invest passively in real estate without tax or penalty. Our average rate of return is three times that of the stock market and mutual funds with much less volatility. If you have over $70,000, you can start passive investing today. Please attend our free sample class to learn more. Go to TotalWealthAcademy.com. That's TotalWealthAcademy.com for reservations. Thank you. Welcome back to the Total Wealth Academy radio show. I am your host, Steve Davis, and we're talking about goals today. And I want everyone to make an honest effort and just do it. You know, I I said effort, but I don't want you making an effort. Just do it. Write down your goals. Even if you just grab a sheet of paper and write down five or ten things you want out of life. That's the beginning. Then review it every day for 30 days until it's just in your memory, it's part of you. Then review it every week for a few months, then never less than a month. I review mine on a weekly basis and have for 30 years. Um, It definitely helps me stay centered. It helps me stay excited about life, things like that. But I want you to um, think about this from Stephen Covey. All things are created twice. All things. Vision is the first creation. For a house, it's called a blueprint. For a life, it's called a mission. For a day, it's called a goal and a plan. For a parent, it's called a belief in the unseen potential of a child. For all It is the mental creation which always precedes the physical or second creation. And what Covey warns about is that people are not doing the hard work which is the first creation, the mental creation. They kind of think that they're just going to go do and it's going to happen without much planning. He goes on to talk about this. Would you ever begin building a house without a written blueprint? Nobody. Nobody. You would never break ground without a blueprint. If you did, the change orders, the mistakes would double or triple the cost of the home. 
way beyond what it's actually worth. Ask yourself this. If it's that important for a house that nobody on earth except for, you know, someone dumb as a rock, no one of average intelligence would ever build a house without a blueprint, a written plan. But how many of us are running our lives without a blueprint, without a written plan? Sad truth? Almost everybody. Go back to the statistic 95% of Americans fail to retire. Coincidentally, about 95% of Americans don't have written goals. What a coincidence. I'm not a big fan or believer in coincidences. I think it's very telling. There was a rumored Harvard study where they took a group of Harvard graduates and only 4% of them had written goals. 96% did not have written goals. And they revisited them, I want to say 10 years later, or maybe it was 20 years later. And the men and women with written goals had more assets than the other 96 combined. So the 4% had more assets, more wealth, than the other 96% combined. Uh, Zig Ziglar is where I first heard that. But I've heard it from multiple people since then. Um, It's very interesting to think that someone as brilliant as a, you know, Harvard grad would not have written goals. But look at that number again. 95% of Americans fail to retire. 96% of Harvard grads don't have written goals. Coincidence? No. I think, again, it's very telling. If you don't have your goals written down, it is an indication of fear of failure, Um. One of the biggest, uh, con- one of my favorite quotes on this comes from Julie Andrews, if you remember her. Julie Andrews once said, Success is terrifying. Success is terrifying. That it's really years after the success that you look back. And you go, man, that was fun. That was a wonderful time in my life. Success is terrifying. Many people doubt they can keep it up. They say, what if I write down these goals and I achieve them and I lose them? How painful would that be? Yeah, it'd be painful. But isn't it more painful to not set the goal and never achieve it? One of my favorite members has a phrase. 
I'd rather lose my money trying than lose it not trying. <laughs> That's it. You want to overcome that fear of failure. You want to overcome the fear of success. And for some of you, that's the first time you've ever heard that there's an actual fear of success. There is. And it holds people back. They're afraid they can't maintain it. And that keeps them from writing their goals down. Yes, I, I can tell you success is terrifying. It is shocking when you hit it. Sometimes you don't even recognize it till you look back three months and you go, holy crap, that was the goal. I hit it three months ago. Or you were, an example would be a friend of mine, we wrote down some goals and kind of put them aside. We didn't look at them every day, even every week put them aside for like five years and then we found the goal sheet and I ran into him, his office and I said man look at this remember when we wrote all this stuff down you know we achieved every goal that we had written down every one of them without exception it was a eye-opening experience for me for him and I've shared this story with tens of thousands of people, so I, I hope that it helps them just as much as it helped me get those goals written down. And you want to write down goals for every part of your life. You can't just write financial goals. This is what a lot of people think. I'm just going to write down a money goal because they think that if they write down a money goal and it's big enough, money will solve all their their other problems. If you've got enough money, everything else will take care of itself. Well, that's not true at all. You need to focus on each of the parts of a balanced life. We're talking um, family, romance, fitness and health, uh, your spirituality, all the parts of a balanced life. And one of the things that people are afraid of is that they're not in control of their life, that they're victims. It's the government's fault. It's my corporation's fault. It's things like that. In my goal-setting workshop, which again is coming up in December, I guess I should go. I don't have the date yet. I think it's the 16th of December, but don't quote me on that. Just send me an email if you're interested in attending that. Again, this is free to members. Members, you can register in the members area at TotalWealthAcademy.com. If you're not a member, email me and just say, send me the info on the goal setting class. It's Steve at TotalWealthAcademy.com. Steve at TotalWealthAcademy.com. And you'll be surprised. That workshop is like, I don't know, 65 minutes. 65 minutes and it will change your life forever. But what I have is a control grid that I teach people to use. And what you do 
is on the left-hand side, you write down events in your life. Like, number one in this example, had a kid. Number two, bought a home. Number three, bought a car. Number four, got a raise. And for this example, number five is going to be pay cut. You get fired. You get... Let's go down the line. Number one, kid. How much control do you have over that? 100%. 100%. I had a lady at the front row, and it just spurted out. I go, uh, yeah, you're 100% responsible for having a kid. You're completely in control of that. She goes, uh-uh, I got pregnant by... Uh, accident one time and I went what you trip and fall on his no you didn't you had 100% control of that alright this is the Total Wealth Academy radio show I am your host Steve Davis we'll talk more after the break thanks for listening there's an old joke when is the best time to buy real estate? 20 years ago. When is the second best time? Today. And that is truer than ever with the impending recession and the correction that is going on right now. Real estate investors are going to make millions of dollars over the next few years because of the recession. You should take advantage of it as well. To find out how, attend our free sample class at TotalWealthAcademy.com. TotalWealthAcademy.com. Just click on the free sample class button. Thank you. Welcome back to the Total Wealth Academy radio show. Remember, you can always find us online at TotalWealthAcademy.com. If you're interested in building a second stream of income with real estate and you're curious about how that works, we offer a free sample class that teaches you how to use both single-family homes and apartment complexes, self-storage, commercial property. So I should have said it that way. Um, We teach you about both single-family and commercial property which includes apartments, self-storage, RV parks, things like that. And we can show you how to do it both actively and passively. The majority of our members are passive investors, and they are using their IRAs and 401ks to invest in real estate instead of leaving it in the stock market or mutual funds and things like that. And yes, you can use your IRA or 401k without tax or penalty to invest in real estate. So if you want to learn how to build a second stream of income, you're curious about it, go to TotalWealthAcademy.com, TotalWealthAcademy.com, and click on the free sample class. And again, it doesn't matter what state you're in, or Canada, or Mexico, I don't care. Um, All of our classes are in English at this point. We're working on getting them in Spanish very soon. Okay, um, so we were talking about, are you in control of your life? And a lot of people think they're not. They think the government has a control. They think their company has control. This has control. That has control. And my argument is, on average, people are in control of more than 80% of their life. And you only have to be in control of 51% to be in control. So the first one we started with is event, you had a kid. How much control did you have over that? 100%. You can say, well, I needed a partner. 
Partners are not that hard to find. <laughs> if you're a nice person, again, you're in control of whether you find a partner or not. Um, so 100% for kid. Next event, you bought a home. How much control did you have over that? 100%. You bought a car. How much control did you have over that? 100%. You got a raise at work. Now, I'm going to suggest that that one's less than 100% in your control. Some very positive people, and I'm not going to argue with them because there are some people that are so good, so enthusiastic, so smart, so hardworking. You know, they're almost 100% in control of whether they get a raise or not. But most people, the average person, I'm going to suggest you write 50%. Because sometimes there's politics involved. There's, you got to wait for people to die or retire or get fired to move up. So it's about 50% in your control. Now, the fifth event that I put on this chart is a pay cut. And I'm referring to that pay cut I got at 27. I was 50% in control of that. Most of you would say, oh, no, Steve, they screwed you. They, no, they, that was 100% the corporation's fault. No, I'm going to suggest half of it was my fault. Why? Because I had chosen to ignore Warren Buffett, who said, Never depend on a sole source of income, a job. Guess what I was doing? Depending on a job as my sole source of income. I'm ignoring a billionaire. <laughs> That's half my fault. The way one of my mentors put it, Bruce Richards, when I told him the story, he goes, why'd you stand in front of the train? I was like, what? And then it dawned on me what he was saying. I was standing on the tracks. It's not if you're going to get a pay cut. It's when. It's not if you're going to get fired. It's when. It's not if you're going to get forced to retire. It's when. So I was standing on the tracks in front of the train. I got hit. That's 50% my fault. When you add those up, 100% for kid, 100% for home, 100% for car, 50% for your raise, 50% for your pay cut and divide it by five, your average percentage of control in this scenario is 80%. And I will suggest if you do this with me in December, you're going to find that your numbers 80% or higher, 80% or higher. You really are in control of your life if you take it. See, some people, <laughs> get political here for a second, some people, um, and I'm going to pick on Democrats, Democrats are, it's the government, it's not my fault, I need help, no one's giving me help need more help from the government, we need to raise the taxes, we needed this, we needed that. Those people think they're completely out of control of their life. 
And as a result, they are. What you think about comes true. So, stay responsible. Understand that you are in control of your life. And you can make a difference. This will help you have the courage to write down your goals. Because it is scary. I will admit it. Even now, today, I know goal setting works. I know writing it down works. But there are certain goals I have yet to have the courage to write down. Yet to have the courage to write down. So, don't feel like, don't feel bad if you feel a little scared to write them down. But I am going to ask you to have the courage to do it. Remember, courage is not lack of fear. It's action in the face of fear. That's courage. If you weren't afraid, it wouldn't be courage. You just, it'd be a non-event. But if you're afraid and you do it anyway, that's courage. So anybody that, again, wants to come to this uh, goal-setting workshop in December, it's free to members and non-members. Members just register at our website. Non-members, email me, steve at totalwealthacademy.com. And just in the subject line, write goal setting. And I'll know what you're talking about. I'll get the date for you later this afternoon and uh, get you a link where you can reserve a seat. So I was earlier talking about the eight parts of a balanced life and the wheel of life. And the eight parts that we use and that the members of Total Wealth Academy use are family, romance, fitness, fun and recreation, personal growth, uh, spirituality, career, and wealth. And notice we separated those into two categories. Career and wealth are not the same thing. Your career is not designed as a rule to build you wealth. It's there to pay the bills. J-O-B, I know it's cliche, it's just over broke. J-O-B, just over broke. You have to have a second stream of income. That's your wealth. Something that you own, that you control. The next thing is talking about making your... You know, I was going to go through the smart concept. But I think that it's... I just don't have enough time. We've only got one segment left. Let me try to get through this. Your goals have to be what's what's referred to as SMART. And the SMART is an acronym. S-M-A-R-T. And the S stands for be specific. Specific. If you write down the goal, I want a passionate marriage... You need to write down who's involved, exactly how you define a passionate marriage. In other words, the actual goal itself. Where will it be done? And, of course, why you're doing it. That one's kind of easy. 
a passionate marriage is because you want passion in your life. You want joy. You want happiness. You want excitement, adventure, and things like that. The next letter, M, it's got to be measurable. Don't set goals you can't measure. The wonderful, wonderful thing about financial goals, they're so easy to measure. You know, the romance or passionate marriage was easy for me to measure because I just wrote down, I want to make love to my wife X number of days a week. Boom, easy to measure. I either did or I didn't, failed this week, succeeded this week, and so on. Weight goals, easy to measure. So specific and measurable. Then they need to be attainable. Now, I have kind of a problem with this one because I believe anything, even unreasonable goals, can be achieved. So when they say attainable, every person, you can go at different levels. I had this one goal of a certain amount of income every month, and it was very, very high. So to me, it was unattainable at the time. So I reduced it. But I promise you this, as soon as I hit that lower goal, I raised it a little bit higher, raised it a little bit higher until I reached the end goal. We'll talk about R and T out of SMART when we come back from the break here on the Total Wealth Academy radio show. I'm your host, Steve Davis. Thanks for listening. The stock market was never designed to build wealth. It was designed to keep up with inflation. The average rate of return over the last 75 years is about 7%. You'll get that even with the ups and downs. If you want a higher rate of return and less volatility, consider real estate. We make about three times as much as the stock market. Please attend our free sample class to learn more. Go to TotalWealthAcademy.com. That is TotalWealthAcademy.com for reservations. Thank you. Academy Radio Show. I am your host, Steve Davis, where today's focus is on getting your goals written down. And I'm teaching from a class that I've written, that I've, how would I say, uh, rewritten probably 20 times after studying 11 or 12 different, well, I studied a lot more goal setting classes than that, but it was 11 or 12 of them that really touched me and made sense to me. So I've compiled the best ideas from all of them. And one of the ideas is making sure that your uh, goals are SMART, S-M-A-R-T, specific, measurable, attainable. And we're headed into R and T. Um, They have to be, the R stands for relevant. They have to be relevant. Meaning, some people write down goals, I mentioned this earlier, that are really not their goals. Their parents want them to be a doctor. They have no interest in that. None. And they write down the goal of being a doctor. Problem. You're never going to achieve it because it's not relevant to you. See, your goals must take you to your big why 
or your big purpose in life. If you know your purpose in life, every one of your goals has to take you towards that purpose. One of the ways Zig Ziglar puts it is once you write your goals down and an event comes up, you want to ask, does this event take me closer to my goal or further away from it? Let's say that you're a football player and there's a big game tomorrow and a buddy says, let's go out drinking the night before. That's a simple one. Is that going to take you closer to your goal of winning that game or further away? It's going to take you further away so you make the decision not to go. And every goal needs to be taking you towards your big purpose. So R is relevant. And then the last one, and this one is of paramount importance, it has to be timely. You've got to set a deadline. You've got to set a deadline. One of the first things I do when people consult with me is I sit down, I look at their present financial position, and I go back over the 30,000 people that I've interviewed over the last 30 years and look for similar people with similar financial positions and where they are in five years, were in five years, 10 years, and so on. And then... I help them set a deadline. Someone comes to me with a hundred grand. You really should give yourself about ten years to be retired. If someone comes with me with uh, five hundred grand, it might only be five years. You come to me with a million bucks, it's two years or less. Because if you got a million bucks, you really should already be retired. Think about this. If you got a million bucks at 20% rate of return, that's 200 grand a year. Most people can survive on 200 grand a year. <laughs> In fact, it's a pretty high quality, 20, around 20,000 a month. Life is pretty darn good, I'm telling you, especially when it's permanent residual income. So set a deadline and stick to it. Because um, I can't remember who said it, but a goal without a deadline is just a wish. It's not real. It's not real. If you want an example of this, have you ever had a project due in 30 days? Your brain says, no problem. I'll do a little bit of work every day for 30 days and get it done early. But what happens? On the 27th day, you realize you haven't done jack. Isn't that true? But because there's a deadline, amazingly, you get 30 days worth of work done in three days. <coughs> Excuse me. That's the power of a deadline. And sometimes you have to make it up. Excuse me, one second, please. Pardon me, please. Um, you have to make a deadline up because what is, if you will, how to, 
is it, yeah, I think this is the easiest way to say it. What's the deadline for getting rich? Think about it. What is the deadline? There isn't one. You don't know how long you're going to live. There's no expiration date on your foot. You don't know. And there, therein lies the problem. There's no deadline. So you just keep putting it off. Next thing you know, you're 50. Holy crap, I'm 50. And I'm not in the financial position I want to be in. There was no deadline. See, when I was 27, not even sure why I thought this, I thought the big 3-0 was the big number, 30. That 30 was old. And I said, man, I want to be rich by 30. Now, I failed, but I was still financially independent by 30. But if I had not had that deadline, would I have been financially independent? No. No. Without a deadline, nothing is going to happen. So, again, one of the first things that people do that consult that I do with people that consult with me is I give them a deadline. You, two years. You, three years. You, seven years. You, four years. You, ten years. Put the deadline on a calendar. Write it down on your goal sheet. And that's what you focus on. One student, his goal was to buy two apartment complexes this year. He'd never bought an apartment complex before. He closes on his second apartment complex next month. Why? Because he had a deadline and a written goal. Kid's like, I wonder if he's even 30 yet. I don't know. It's hard to tell. He's got a very young-looking face. So, if you would, if you're interested in sitting down with me for about an hour, that's it, I will literally walk you through. I'll give you a goal-setting workbook. We will go through family, fitness, romance, uh, spirituality, every part of a balanced life in that hour and get your goals written down. If you would like to do that with me, it's free to members and non-members. Members, just go to the members area and sign up. If you're not a member, just email me. Steve at TotalWealthAcademy.com Steve at TotalWealthAcademy.com And just put goal setting in the subject line. I'll know why you emailed me. And as soon as I get the dates and the link to sign up for it, I will send it to you. And then all you do is click the link, register, and get ready to have some fun. By the way, I don't want to brag, <laughs> but I guess I'm going to have to. Um, it, my goal setting workshop is funny. Um, what I, I kind of take a sarcastic approach to the stupidity of not having your goals written down. And it's just we laugh. Um, we have a lot of fun. We get our goals written down. And then afterwards, we have some cocktails and celebrate. So if you want to attend that workshop in December, 
send me an email, steve at totalwealthacademy.com, steve at totalwealthacademy.com, and just put goal setting in the subject line. I'll know what you're talking about. Oh, here it is. It's Tuesday, December 13th. Tuesday, December 13th. It'll be from 6.30 to about 8. By the time we have cocktails and such, it's maybe 8.30 before everybody's out out of there. But the workshop itself is just a little bit over an hour. Unless I run my mouth too much. <laughs> Which I try not to. So, okay. Let me see. I've got one question here. Somebody emailed me. And... My Outlook is not letting me open it. Wow. It is ignoring me. I apologize. I I can't tell what your name is. It just shows Peacock. Maybe I'm not sure if that's your name. But don't worry about it. I will email you as soon as I reboot the computer. I will email you the answer to your question. All right, everybody. Thank you so much for listening today. Please Do yourself a favor, get your goals written down, come to my free uh, goal setting class in December. I look forward to seeing you there. Thanks for listening. Have a great rest of your day. This show is for entertainment purposes only and should not be construed as legal, tax, or investing advice. Always get a professional opinion before making any investment decisions. To find out more about coaching and consulting at Total Wealth Academy, visit TotalWealthAcademy.com and attend one of our free sample classes on real estate investing. Thanks for listening. Have a great day.